Hello, and welcome to the Consider Your Mind podcast. I'm your gracious host, Eric King, and on this very special kickoff episode, we'll be interviewing Steve Moore of moreawarenesstees.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Consider Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Eric King, and today we have a very special guest with us, Mr. Steve Moore of More Awareness. How you doing, Steve? What up, world? How you guys doing? Oh, man, we're doing good, man. We're just in your world, man. You know what I'm saying? We're just trying to be like you. <laughs> oh, man, look, I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> appreciate that. I appreciate you guys having me on here, man. Yeah, no problem. No problem at all, man. Um... You know, it's an honor. Like again, thank you so much again for being our first official guest on the podcast. And um, as you uh, know, and for those who don't know, um, consider your mind is all about mental health, all things mental health, um, bringing awareness to it, um, talking about the importance of it, supporting those who are on the journey towards mental health, whether that be in a, a professional, formal way through therapy, um, psychiatry, or just um, looking for a community to support their journey uh, towards living a better and healthier lifestyle. So. Um, it was actually uh, many, many moons ago when I first met you, Mr. Steve, through through um, my co-host Mino, and it was was it at the the Mayweather Pacquiao fight? Is that when I met you? Or was I meet you before yeah. that? We're not gonna be talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the co-host, Mr. Uh, Mino. I love Vaughn. the fact that you brought that up, Eric. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Awesome. Well, one thing again, Detroit uh, PBL should know Mino is a proud. Um, a proud Laotian brother, okay, the Southeast, he reps it hard, so uh, Manny Pacquiao, that's kind of personal to him, so literally, it's he didn't talk to me for, I didn't see Mino for months after that, <laughs> after that fight, I don't know what happened, we, we were best friends, True but story. not for that little bit of period afterwards, so, <laughs> <laughs> but it was at that, actually, uh, we, uh, you hosted at your house, I remember it was a good time, man, um, you, your wife, your kids were there, and we all had a good time, yeah, and man. it was um, there that you kind of let me um I kind of got a, a sense of you, man. You're kind of a, a people person. You know, you were a heck of a host, man. I wanted to, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, um, I bet you that was a, a crazy ass time, man. <laughs> and, uh, what a lot of people don't know is that was back when I was using. So I was probably, uh, a, a, a really great time <laughs> okay. to some people, but, uh, okay. uh, you know, that's a little bit deeper into my story, man. Uh, yeah. we can get into that, but, uh, you know, that, that was a great time. And, it, you know, uh, I think that the relationships and everything that I still build along those times, were, were, there's some of them that still hold, and I got some great relationships from like the past and uh, the present, the future to come. Uh, it's just beautiful, man. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, hey, let's transition right into it. So, hey, man, I gave him a little bit of introduction, but please uh, tell us who Mr. Uh, Steve Moore is. Okay. Well, yeah, man. My name's Stephen Moore. Uh, I am about four four years sober awesome make uh, some noise for here. that uh, okay that's yeah, what's man. up yeah man uh, uh it was some life life situations that happened that uh, had me rethinking my the path that i was going down um I, I met some really great people that uh helped me to look inward uh to really start making me think about my mind um uh, but a little bit deeper than that, right? My name is Stephen Moore. I'm originally from New Jersey, Jersey City. Okay. Uh, me and my family came to Minnesota when I was just a, a young little dude, uh, probably like five or something like that. But I did a lot of going back and forth. You know, parents kind of divorced when I was when I was that little. Uh, did a lot of back and forth uh, from Twin Cities back to Jersey City. So um, 
you know, I think for me personally, it was a lot of trying to figure out who I am. You know, I mean, here's this kid constantly bouncing back and forth from East Coast to Midwest, you know, uh, constantly being the new kid, trying to fit in everywhere he goes and trying to trying to create relationships and friendships that weren't never really sustaining very long. Mm. Uh, you know, what I mean, so a, a lot of that shit. Uh, I can cuss on you, right? Uh, we prefer not to, but hey, man, you know, because it's oh, the well, first one. Maybe after we get established and stuff, right. you know, we know people right, loyal yeah, to, to us, to, then they'll follow it. us. You know, all right, man. I'll try to keep it PG. I appreciate that as we as we go. Yeah, uh, no, man, but you know, um, being a little lost around the way, you know, uh, uh, who I was, um, and then meeting some people kind of got me to figure out who I didn't want to be. Right. And then once I realized, okay, I don't want to be this guy. So who do you really want to be? So then it was like me taking some steps to uh, do some soul search and do some some self seeking, some self uh, some self help. Uh, so I, I t- took that time and, and contacted a friend of mine, got myself checked into a rehab facility uh, and took two months to myself. You know, which big shout out to my wife for holding oh, it yeah, down. Definitely for, shout for, out to the Mrs. Moore. Man, shout out to wifey, bro. Uh, she held it down for for two months while I was kind of doing my thing and getting my my head together, you know. And uh, you know, the rest has been history after that. You know, I'm a proud father. I got mm-hmm. uh, three kids, but you know, I like to say I got a lot of kids, right? Because uh, growing up, you you know, we we said it takes a village. No, yes, so it's true. I mean. You know, I, I feel like I'm a pops to a lot of youngins out there. I got two sons and a younger daughter. And, uh, you know, they got friends. Mm-hmm. Who I feel like uh, I try to help, you know, be a, be a parent to them as well. Yeah, no, no, that's very important. As you said, it takes a village. And uh, father figures are important, period. You know, uh, life yeah, is complicated. And unfortunately, you know, not everybody does have a father in the home. So, as you said, you know. Um, kids will gravitate towards you. They'll gravitate towards, you know, the friends that do have a pops, you know. Um, so, no, that's that's great that you're taking on that. And so that's kind of a little bit more of a, a responsibility. But is that kind of have to do with some of the transitions that are going on in your life? As you, um, again, obviously, you, you know, have a wife, you have children. But again, now be, be going beyond that. Uh, kind of let's get into, like, what where did more awareness come from? It Was it that bigger sense of responsibility or... Where where to talk about more awareness? Oh well, man, that's that's dope that you brought that up. You know, yeah, it did. You know that that sense of responsibility. You know, uh, I felt like I had a sense of responsibility to the community. To like I said, it takes a village, right? So after getting my head together and figuring out now who I didn't want to be, okay, who do I want to be? I want to be somebody that motivates. I want to be somebody that inspires. I want to be somebody that's helping people see the best in themselves. Like somebody did to me, you know, somebody has some hope and faith in me so I can see the better in myself. So I wanted to see the, I wanted to do the same thing for other people. You know what I mean? And as my kids are getting older, I'm like, Okay, you know, I mean, I'm I'm going through some things in life that my kids might actually go through. So I got to be able to navigate these. I got to be able to navigate through this. You know what I mean? So I can help them navigate through it if they ever come across Mm. these this road. You know what I mean? And so that's kind of where more awareness tees came from. More awareness tees was uh, a way like a beacon of hope. You know what I mean? A, a, A conversation piece. When you see somebody rocking a shirt or something. Oh, man, look at that. And then it starts a conversation. So that's where it all starts. You know what I mean? Um 
Not everything that is is brought to the light will be addressed, but nothing will be addressed until we bring it to the light. Ooh, like and that. so that's where more awareness tease was like, you know, bringing things to the light by me talking about, yo, I was in rehab, like having that conversation. And then people are like, oh, shit. Or, oh, oh, snap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like ha- breaking that ice, like seeing me wearing a sober shirt. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, dude, you you sober? It's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't drink or whatever. And then it starts that conversation, you know what I mean? Or me having an in racism shirt or something like that. It sparks conversation. No. And, you know, uh, growing up in our culture is very fashion-stricken, you know what I mean? We like to stay fly and everything, so it was only right I I, I went that route with it, with, you know what I mean? Going with a, a t-shirt and apparel mm-hmm. and, and doing the awareness thing. Okay, okay. So more awareness is an apparel company that's, you know, has a, a larger mission with... Um, it's not just fashion for fashion's sake. You're trying to, again, it's trying to be a conversation piece, you know? Yeah, so, so, yeah. Because, yeah. again, I do like, again, the shirts you got on right now, the Sober shirt. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, it, it makes a Represent. lot of sense, especially, you know, it's got the Minnesota outline on it. You know, everybody knows cold like Minnesota. The little, so. the little, per, the little uh, dad joke, the Sober. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, 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 I had a couple people didn't really get it at first, and they were like, Oh, like it took them a while. Mm-hmm. Like they were looking at my shirt, and that, that's what I meant. Like that conversation, they were staring at my shirt, and they seen it said so, and then it said Burr, Burr, Burr. Mm-hmm. and They're like sober. Oh, and then it like clicked in their head. Yep. Sober. He's sober, and I was like, yeah. And so they're laughing. It starts that conversation piece up. So how long you been sober? And then I start, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we kind of get into that conversation. Okay, man. No, no, that's awesome. Um, because again, when it comes to again, a lot of the times it is again breaking that ice. You know, to, to yeah. how do you even start the yeah. conversation to get to, hey, you know, I've been to rehab. You know, how do you start the conversation to, hey, I had a problem, you know, to really put yeah. it out there like that, that you have a problem, period. Um, you know, so I think that, yeah. again, that that's so awesome of you to have that uh, presence of mind. Um, again, being a very social friendly guy, you are. I'm like, OK, you know how to reach out to people. That was that was pretty clever on your part. Uh, to, I love people, man. I'm a, I'm a people yeah, person. Yeah, I know. know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're a people person, man. So, no, and that's awesome. And so, um, I, I'm I'm really excited because I look forward to uh, collaborating with you further in the uh, in the future. Um, you know, so we can get some t-shirts for some awareness because that's what a, a merchandise, apparel, whatever platform, you know, podcast, whatever people are on. Um, you know, that's the yeah, reason man. they just created to bring more awareness and more attention to their overall mission. You know, and I think. Um, uh, anytime you can collaborate with a fellow positive individual, positive entity, you know that that starts the synergy, that starts the momentum going to actually make some uh, to make yeah. some change. And um, talk talk a bit for a second because I know I you know one of the impetuses for um, starting this podcast actually was for my own personal again journey through therapy, mental health, and I believe a lot of that was sparked on again by what we've been going through. You know, the C-19, the pan, you know, demic, the, you know, I think it's really, it really has taken a bigger toll, you know, on us psychologically and mentally than I think we're still unpacking it. We don't even know the, the repercussions of yeah. what, <laughs> what we've been subjected to these last couple of years. Um, it's particularly socially. Man, and so um, I think um, the, the just bringing idea to say, tell people it's okay to not be okay. It's okay for this you know, quite serious thing that's been going on with the world to have affected you mentally. And sometimes, hey, man, you need to talk about that. So, 
Yeah, I, I I definitely seen it too, man. Being in being in recovery, like I'm actively in recovery, right? Like so, I go to AA meetings. You might catch me speaking somewhere. Okay, you might catch me at an AA meeting, just chilling. You know what I mean? Just taking it in or sharing or whatever. So I'm like, I'm I'm active in it, and I've seen the the effect that this C19 played on my 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 brothers and sisters out here. You know, struggling with the mm-hmm. with the same uh, mental uh, issues that I've struggled with. You know what I mean? the obsession of the mind and and i feel like uh, addiction gets a bad stigma um over over it you know what i mean uh like you know it, it's almost like this this shameful thing you yeah. know what i mean to mention that you you've been to rehab you're dirty or something now like that. Look, you've so, been tainted yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I blew people's mind because I, I openly talk about it. Like, yeah, man, when I was in rehab, I just be like, people be looking like, I think it catches some people <laughs> off guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, like oh, man, he just, he just said that. Like, yeah, yeah, I just mm-hmm. said like. Um, but I think, you know, as a society, once we get to a place where that is more... Um, Accepted and accepted in like a warm way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I, I think we we tend to look at people and start outcasting and judging and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, creates more and more problems, but you know, uh, this is a, a disease of the mind. It's a mental mm-hmm. obsession, and what COVID nineteen did was force a lot of people to be on their be alone. You had to isolate. Mm-hmm. And this is a disease that's trying to isolate and kill you. So yes. it wants you to be alone drinking somewhere. So this was a very, very dangerous thing. And that's where more awareness tease was born was out of isolation. Um, I started doing um, like little daily videos. I was recording um, a while ago and just putting them up on Facebook for like the guys in my group, um, like a daily meditation or a daily reading. Mm-hmm. And cause I, w- I was noticing people were isolating a lot. And um, that is like the opposite of going to an AA meeting, man. Like we needed to mm-hmm. unite. It, it's the unity. Uh, yeah. It's the service. It, the that's community. The part of the recovery. Yeah. Yes, and that's what I love what you're doing here, Eric. Man, is bringing it to this this platform, bringing people together, starting that conversation, raising that awareness. Like that's that's so so awesome, man. Like that saved my life. Like that kept me off the deep end. Really, that, that kept me off. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. So, um, my man, flowers to you, bro. Flowers <laughs> to you for doing this. No, no, no. Like I, I feel honored, man, to be here and be able to uh, talk about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, to to spread it a little bit more. Um, no, man. I unfortunately, God rest her soul. I had some brothers pass away mm. during COVID nineteen, and um, I just I, I I didn't want it to be these brothers and sisters passed away for nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know. I understand. I, I you don't want, want their death to be in vain. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Like I, 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 there's a message, and I want everybody to get it. And you know that life, you know, wasn't uh, a meaningless. Mm-hmm. Like that life meant something, and to to all of us. And I want to continue to to use this as a voice for them, the people who can't speak or who don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To be able to to do something like that. No, no. That, that. And so, I mean, I, I think that's kind of where uh, more awareness tees really, really started to bloom when when I was like isolated uh, because of this pandemic. And then mm-hmm. I was sending people shirts like these, 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 the same shirt. This was the, this is the OG shirt. This is the sober one. It was the very first. Yeah. So I was sending people these shirts, you know what I mean? Uh, and, you know, of course, you know, I think the whole world, 
uh, was traumatized too by mm-hmm. uh, the murder of George Floyd. Uh, let's keep in mind that yeah. happened during during the pandemic, yeah, like the absolutely. beginning of it too. Yep, that you know happened I mean? in June, so, and it was a uh, pandemic lockdown yeah. started in March. So, you know, being in the city yeah. at that time, you know, for those, you know, I'm in St. Louis now, but you know, I'm a Twin Cities, you know, guy as well. And um, it was you talking about close to home. You know, that that drove oh, me off man. of social media. So that's why, like, now I'm popping up. Um, I said the next thing I do when I come back on social media is going to be a cause, going to be for something. Because I just saw, yeah. I was sick and looking at the, the tragedies and the videos and everything. It was like a it was like a loop yeah, of man. negativity. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't do it anymore, man. So I've been off of it since then. Um, hadn't really posted much at all. So that's why, again, coming out with this platform. Um, and it was born out of, you know, my boy Mino as well, man. He was the one, particularly the podcast part of it. You know, um, because I was just going to like stick to the blog or maybe make a little vlog about after every time I leave therapy, saying something. But, you know, um, when you start to talk to people, as you see, community, it takes a village. Actually, hey, yeah. this could be a little bit bigger than that. And um, so uh, yeah. kudos to surrounding yourself with some right with the right people. You know, that's good for your I mental health, too, you... people. Surround yourself with the right folks. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, definitely, like you mentioned community. And, I mean, I was just over there uh, at the memorial site mm-hmm. uh, not too long ago. Um, and that sense of community there, man, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's crazily peaceful. When you go over there, mm-hmm. I got a guy, Sam, he owns a, a a store right there, like next door. It's called Just Turkey. It's mm-hmm. kind of a shameless plug, right? Yeah, yeah. It's called Just Turkey. Yeah, it's right there up. next to, to <laughs> just over there, you know. Um, but that sense of community, it's it's very peaceful over there right now, mm-hmm. um, which which is awesome. Uh, if I, if I, I think one of the things I would love to do is go over there and speak to people. Like, go over there and just really, like, you know what I mean? Just, like, talk to people, you know what I mean? See where people's head is at, you know? Because it, 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 be it's, it's, like, crazy, crazy peaceful over there. No, that, that could, that's a great, you know, uh, vlog or vlog idea for yourself. Um, and we, yeah, yeah, we would definitely... I, I would definitely love to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, if you wanted to do something like that. And particularly, I think it would send a uh, good message, too, because one of the issues um, in the George Floyd case was part of his treatment was the fact that he was a drug addict. You know, he had addiction issues. Oh, man. That's played a huge, you yeah. know, part in that, that, you know, think you yeah. can just throw people away just because they have an issue, just because they have, you know, um, a disease at the time. It's not necessarily permanent. They can I still told recover. You, it's that stigma. It's a stigma, exactly. And you really stigma, think you can just man. get rid of people, throw them away just because, you know, they're the, they're the local crackhead yeah. or the dope Fiend. Ain't nobody, you know, and you can't just do that yeah. to people. You know, everybody has value. Uh, what's what's my guy's name? Philando. Uh, Philando Castillo. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he. I mean, I think they had smoked some weed or something like that mm-hmm. prior to yeah the, the everything they made going it down. The hugest... And they try to use that. They try to use that to discredit my man's too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's yeah. it's this the guy that served lunch you know to kids. I mean? Yeah, that that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, it's yeah. um. No, so again, there's been, again, over time, like trauma builds, you know? It's not just one thing, you know? Sometimes it really can be the straw that broke the camel's back. And I think, like I said, for us, like locally, myself, being so close to it, literally, like, that was it. I was done. Like, you know, lockdown was happening. I'm just in my apartment, scared, especially in the beginning of it, too. You know what I'm saying? Just sitting there trying to, you know, maintain some sanity and not knowing what the future's gonna hold, if my job contract's gonna get renewed, any of this stuff. And then, bam, on top of that, (laughs) <laughs> but as soon as I turn on the TV yeah. as soon as I look on social media you know I gotta yeah, see man. you know that tragedy so I think it's important that um, 
you know, we have spaces like this where people can't even uh, vent. You know, one of the the article I put up, um, the second article on the website is the positives of being negative. It's okay to be angry. You know, about stuff that makes that makes you angry. Yeah, certain things you're supposed to be angry about. There's a you're supposed to feel certain emotions negative during negative situations. Yeah, because you don't encounter everything's not positive in life. So if you're reacting with only half your arsenal, half your emotional, you know, you're handicapping yourself. Actually, in life, and over time, it can actually, you know, cause you to be sick. And um, so, I've actually went through that too. Um, Fresh out of rehab. I was in this pop, they call it the uh, pink cloud. I was Mr. Positive, bro. Like, I swear, everything, like, you, you couldn't get me down at all or nothing. I was, was so positive, it was scary. Um, <laughs> but when I read your, when I read that blog that you put up there, I, that hit home with me. I was like, man, that's, I, that's exactly, that's so true. I could feel it. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there there is something uh, about trying to be too positive all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We are, uh, uh, we're human. Yes. We have ups, we have downs, you know what I mean? And we have all of these different emotions in us and to to deny the other side, you know, it was like a um I heard this thing, it was the tale of the two wolves. You know what I mean? You had two wolves inside of you. I, there, there's different ways of oh, it. I okay. think there's different different cultures. Like, uh, uh, which wolf do you feed? Or yeah, whatever. yeah, the there's strong like man and the weak man. Who, who's going to be who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends yeah. on who you feed. Yeah. That's going to be the strong man. It depends on who you feed, yeah. And so... Um, I remember my guy, my one of my counselors. You know, he was talking about that. You know, your your inner demons and stuff. And he was like, you know, uh, you starve him, he's gonna be sitting over there getting real, real hungry or whatever. You know, uh, but you have to be aware that he's there. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of hit home to me too. Like, oh yeah, you got to be aware of it. You know, there was all these little little key things, man. That that was that was poking at me. Uh, what should I do when I when I get out of re, when I get out of rehab? Mm-hmm. What should I do? Okay. You know, what I mean, uh, the building blocks. So there's a lot more to aware more awareness teas to. Um, I started this all in, in um, hopes to take the proceeds and give the proceeds to uh, men and women for sober living. Okay. So that that was kind of our end game is like to take everything that we do and put it towards getting sober housing. It's like a sober housing project for people coming out of recovery or people mm-hmm. who are just trying to trying to um, get to a better environment. So there's another saying that I like too is you can't heal in the same environment that got you sick. Mm, so it's hard word, for a person okay. to yeah. <laughs> so it was hard for me to try to get better in an environment that was keeping me sick. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've seen it with a lot of people. I don't, don't want to say no names, but I've seen it with a lot of people. You know, you have to get out of that environment in order to, to, to really rebuild yourself. I've seen it with myself. And so all I wanted to do was give people that opportunity who may not have known I was there or may not have the resources to have it. So and I talked to a lot of people and they were talking about how sober houses did them wrong, took their money. Yeah, and they felt like they were imagine. just another. And instead of like me getting mad and try to post something on social media about it, I'm like, I can start my own sober house. There you and go. I, That's the attitude right there. Like, of, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just being the world's greatest critic, you know. Yeah, I could be a critic and just talk about it. But I'm like, we live in a day and age where you can. I thought it used to just be a saying, but we're living a day and age where you could literally be whatever you want to be. Yeah. You could literally do whatever it is you want to do. There's platforms and there's resources, and it's just all about finding those right ones. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and tapping into it. So. 
once I got that mental that mental clarity, uh, which I think you know the the consider your mind will help people really uh, community people to to reach that level of of mental clarity then mm-hmm. you can start to see who you want to be and where you want to go um but it all started with me figuring out who i didn't want to be i was looking in the mm-hmm. mirror and it was a guy that i did not like mm. and once and, and then from there i was like i do not like this dude and you know who do i want to be and then that forced me to do something about it okay but yeah, yeah. that's where more awareness to you started and uh we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep moving man we're gonna yeah, we're gonna be trying to do something great every year man yeah. hopefully every year we we launch some new stuff or, or, or working on something new but no, yeah no absolutely and that's what this is part of you know this is again we're launching this out in the beginning of uh, 2022 and then um and, and beyond and that's why it looks kind of funny because on our, our logo it says you know established 2020 you know 2022 but obviously we're doing yeah. stuff here in 2021 releasing a but because <laughs> i've heard it like this you can't wait till new year's you can't wait till all of a sudden yeah. there's no magic switch you got to prepare you know for that you got to lay the groundwork so you can hit you know whatever ground you know you yeah. want running you know um hit the ground running yeah you have to you have to lay you have to lay down the foundation first and then you know you go ahead and, and launch off from there but um yeah, yeah. I like what you said earlier too, Eric, about uh, doing the vlog for for you said you were you were uh, doing some of your own therapy. Yeah, no, um, yeah, exactly. I, I like to hear more and more people, especially men of color, mm. men of color. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, you know. Uh, uh, but just because the stigma behind it, you know what I mean? Black people don't go to therapy. Like there was always a st- stigma about that. Um, I'm trying to break all these stigmas yeah. too, man. All of them. No, but, uh, no the, you're completely you're one hundred percent correct. Time, That's man. that is a part of it too, because one of the reasons I'm doing this, honestly, is because of the reaction that I received when I told people that I was going to therapy. When yeah. I put it out there that I was going to therapy, made the first blog and like people were like oh my god that's you know amazing this is i wish you know i I need to be doing this or oh i wish my daughter was in this you know she gets so high or so low or you know just there's some people like the reaction from it just kind of let me know you know what there's a need here there's you know i'm I'm tapping in on on something i know i'm doing therapy for myself you know at the point you know literally like he's going down the right path but i know maybe that was the confirmation you know what i am going on the right path (laughs) and actually there's some people that would like to go that probably go down the path with me you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. They just don't, maybe don't know Definitely. how. Maybe they're a little scared. Maybe they need the intro. So, again, the the, the yeah. impetus really was just to um, document, you know, kind of my journey and put a little information out there to, you know, for the people that who are thinking about getting therapy, you know, let them know I went to therapy and, and nobody died. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I had to still have the same yeah. people still love me. I'm not, you know, yeah. I don't have any. Um, again, I was a therapy, not a psychiatrist, so I'm not on any medications now or anything like that. But what it has yeah. done um, um, is given me um, again tools in my arsenal to to deal with my emotions and permission to feel yes. my emotions and and not have to check out all the time. Because um, you know, just personally for me, the reason I'm you know. I'll get deeper into it on a later date, but the reason I'm in therapy really is because I felt like I was I wasn't present, you know, in my own life. I was yeah. doing so much checking out. I was numbing out. You know, I was in um, I was in survival mode of you know how to deal with social situations I didn't want to be in or how to not have you know have boundary difficulties. I've learned difficulty definitely in relationships yeah. with boundaries and as a way not to have to deal with that. Then you know 
being nonchalant or just again checking out mentally but what that happens is when you're when you're not present with yourself i wasn't present with myself so i couldn't be present with anybody else i had very low empathy my empathy game has been trash and i've been wondering why why man why come i feel good and you know i'm happy why aren't they happy you know, I'm just feeling how I'm feeling. Well, they're supposed to feel that way, too. You said my empathy game was trash. Empathy game was trash, man. I apologize <laughs> to my former relationships because I could, I wasn't necessarily being present with myself. I couldn't feel my whole full range of emotions and, you know, yeah, and, man. and feelings. And so, of course, I couldn't, but you know, feel so it real, in somebody that, else, that, man. That's so, so real, bro. That's so real. I was there, but um, I wasn't present. I wasn't too, showing like, up, really. How do you love someone if you don't love yourself, though? It's kind of one of those conversations, mm. too. Like, you know what I mean? Until you can fully really love yourself. Yeah. I would say you, know I mean? you can, but it's going to be incomplete. You can show them a form of yeah. love. You can yeah. give them a piece of yourself. You can be infatuated with somebody. You can, There's going to be all re- type of reasons. However, like, it's going to fall short. You know, it really, yeah. you know, that's those yeah. things are going to not last. Well, man, that, that just makes me think about um, one of my guys at the meeting. He always says, you know, you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of it was a lot of one hitter, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of these little sayings and stuff that they be saying, man. Yeah. They, they they so cliche or corny mm. or whatever, but hey, they be hidden. No, they, they they true. They you know, just take it one day at a time. Yeah. Like it sounds so corny or whatever, but you know, them a lot of little corny sayings like mm. save me. No, you know. Um, yeah, my grandmother had you know, one. You, actually. you can't give what you don't got. Yeah, can't can't take nobody man. no place you never been. Can't give somebody yep. nothing you don't got. My grandmother had yep. one. Everything that's you, you can appreciate this one. Everything that's good to you ain't always good for you. Yeah, oh, man, that's the truth. That's <laughs> I knew you that would hit you special right there because that, yo, yeah, man, that, that one hit. That is the truth. Yes, because while we're doing, Grandma you know, know a lot. yeah, because while we're doing <laughs> the certain things, maybe we know we're not supposed to be doing, or it can lead us down an addictive path. But we're doing them because yeah. they feel pretty good in a certain sense. We're doing them for a reason. You feel what I'm saying? But it's you know you that know reason's what? been kind of perverted. It's taken over. Like you can have people that are sex addicts. We couldn't or, or bulimics or you know um, or um, anorexic, gambling. obese, gambling or whatever but I'm talking about just essential things that we need eating is essential for us yeah, to but yeah. you can if perverted you know it can turn into a disorder same thing again with sex I told my daughter that same thing again I like, say too much of anything is bad for too, you exactly too much of anything you drink too much water you get sick you know? like, yeah. too much of anything is bad for you exactly so a medicine turns to a drug you know um, real yeah. quick you know and well they, I mean I, I my my sons are, are still relatively my sons are a little older right I got a mm-hmm. son that's 18 and I got another son that's 23 oh you know? okay so, uh, they're, little, they're they're old enough right I mean we, we, we be having conversations and you know I, I talk about that too with them openly so I'm, I'm very, as you guys hear here I'm very much open about my journey um and so I'm just concerned about their journeys. So I, I have conversations like this with them as well. Uh, like, man, just be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to drink as a luxury and then it became a necessity. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, be very, very careful because that line, you don't know that you crossed it. I didn't I didn't know I crossed that line. Yep. It was a luxury and I was drinking, living it up, toasted and all that kind of stuff. But at one point that it, it flipped. And it was a necessity. Now it was like I needed it. And I, I didn't realize how much drinking played a part on everything we did. Hey, man, we're about to go get some drinks. Then we're going to go bowling. And we're going to go get some drinks. And we're going to just drinking was the root of 
everything mm-hmm. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now uh, I have conversations with the guys. I'm like, yeah, man, we about to go play sober ball. Like that's it's, so. It's like regular people just call it ball. Like, yeah. <laughs> I got to make sure you know we're not pre gaming. There is no, you know, going to the bar for drinks like, after this. No, it completely consumed everything I did. And you know, I talked to a couple people now because after getting out of rehab and shit, I became. Or I'm sorry, after getting rehab, I became like Mister Sober. So now mm-hmm. people who feel like they may be overindulging or anything they'll come out and they'll be ask me questions hey man i i think i might need to slow it down or whatever and i'm like well you might not necessarily need to but mm-hmm. you know it's some some questions you gotta ask yourself consider your mind i like that <laughs> see, i knew when i thought of it so, man when i bought that dot com i said oh it's all baby clever yeah. Yeah, it was so clever. I love yes. it. But I was like, for me, it was a mental obsession. And I think with any kind of addiction, mm. it, it, I think any mental addiction or any addiction is a mental thing. It's a mm. mental obsession. Mm-hmm. It's an obsession of the mind. So for me, I constantly thought about drinking. And so when I wasn't drinking, I was thinking about drinking. I was thinking about going to get it. When I'm when I was sober, I was thinking about it. When I woke up, I had to have some or whatever, you know. So that's an addiction, a true addiction to me. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, say, you know, if you don't feel it, if you don't feel like it's that that point, then I think you, you know, it's probably still luxury. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are still kind of unclear waters to me. I'm just kind of, like yeah. I said, I'm, you know, I'm a few years in here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I try to give people a little the room, like you know, what I mean, instead of just trying mm. to immediately send the world to rehab. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a re turn it to Oprah. You get a rehab. You, you get, get a rehab. Re- like try, yeah. It's like just the people, the really people that get about about super saved, and all of a sudden you going to hell. You going yeah, to hell. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I was like that my first six months. I think my first six months of sobriety, I was like that. I was you trying to get the world sober. You are, you are yeah, I, I wanted the whole world to be sober. Yeah, but um, no, that's real. after a while, man, I start realizing too, like people are going to come across to this stuff on their own terms, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to be the Peter Pop off of, of sobriety. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's great. you Peter Popoff so, of sobriety. I ain't trying to be the Peter Popoff of sobriety, man. So mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? People are going to come to this on their own terms. Yeah. Let me just tell them what it was like for me. Yeah. And that's why I could do So when people come to me and they, they have like, oh, man, I feel like I've been drinking. I just simply just explained to them what my journey looked like. And it was like, for me, it was just mental obsession, man. That's all I could think about. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I was a great dad or whatever, and I, I was one that you might consider to be a functioning alcoholic. Like, I, yeah. I, I have a good career. You know what I mean? I'm an operating engineer. I, I have a good career. Never had a problem at work or whatever, but I seen it was carrying over and having problems at home, and it was on my mind constantly. I was, that's the mm-hmm. only thing I could think about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I didn't And I didn't like the person that I turned into. Like I said, I was at the mid, at looking in the mirror like, man, I do not like yeah. this guy. So yeah. uh, I, I made some changes based on that. And I would encourage anybody, you know, if you are not really happy with the man in the mirror or the or the woman in the mirror, consider your mind. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Hey, brother, that's, <laughs> that's you know what? I like that. Dude, you picked it. Yo, you that's, picked it. I got one. Like, I got I, one. I like that. Yeah. You, you got one, bro. You got one. Flowers, <laughs> man. Flowers. No, because, you, 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 you know, when Mino was floating the idea about a podcast, I hit him the next day. I was like, hey, bro, I just bought this dot com. What you think? Consider your mind. He hit me I'll back with the logo. Okay, the old <laughs> man said we is on. So and yeah, now we here. Yeah, we go for me now. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. No, that's awesome. And um, and 
and again, the thing too is uh, we want to do on this platform is definitely treat people as individuals because that's what you know we have to learn how to do because everything isn't for everybody some people you know can drink and everything be just fine some people bet not yeah. don't need to be nowhere near no liquor you feel what i'm saying so that's just <laughs> that's that's just Guilty. life that's what a lot of things you know people can be allergic yeah. to certain things in life hey man you need to treat certain things that you're just allergic to you can't mess with I that mean, whether yeah. it's genetic predisposition family history um whether it's caused you too many consequences before. you had too many dwis bro like, come yep. on, man. I said that got... jokingly. I said I'm allergic to alcohol. I, I've said that jokingly to people before. Oh, man, you didn't treat? Nah, I'm allergic. Yeah, it's like... And that's <laughs> how you got to treat decisions. it. There you I go. Can't. Exactly. Because it causes a reaction to me I don't like. That's yeah. what it... You yeah. know, if it was... That it is an allergic reaction, technically, yeah. There you yeah. go. It causes a reaction you don't like. So. But you're, you're right, man. Individuals are going to come across things differently. You know what I mean? Some people don't have no business being up at Mystic Lake or, you know what I mean, being in certain situations. But you're 100% right. But it starts with being aware of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if I wasn't aware that alcohol had me breaking out in bad decisions I would still be drinking yep you know what I mean yeah so it's like a person who, who's allergic to gluten if he don't know that he's allergic to gluten he gonna constantly keep eating gluten and keep yeah. having the same results same reaction exactly and he's wondering like well, yeah <clears throat> my bad no it's all good yeah he'd be wondering you know what's going on why am I keep and that's the definition of insanity Doing the same thing, expecting different results. Mm-hmm. I kept drinking, expecting, okay, this time is going to be different. Mm-hmm. This time is going to be a little different. Why? You haven't changed anything, bro. You still do <laughs> It is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be, bro. It's going yeah, to yeah. be the same thing again. You, yeah. Y'all going to argue, you gonna end up arguing and then and apologizing tomorrow. It's going to be the same thing. Yep, so, yep, like, yep. Yeah, my, uh, my grandma. I, I wanted all of that hamster wheel, man. No, no, that's awesome, man. My grandmother would say, too, uh, to be aware is to be alive. So, um, speaking of getting Ooh, more see? awareness, yeah, shout out to gym, my nana, gyms, man. Rest bro. in peace, rest in peace to her. Uh, to be R. aware R. is to be alive, man. And um, so, in light of that, you tell the people how can they uh, support more awareness? Where can they find you at? Where, you know, shout yourself oh, out man, there, man. In, how can they be a part and be down with boy. the movement? com. That's with two and, O's, uh, right? More, yeah, more spelled with two O's like my last name, Mr. Moore. Uh, moreawarenesstees.com. Uh, go down there and get yourself some apparel. We're working on getting uh, uh, 10% off promotional if you enter in CYM. Yeah, uh, yeah. we're going to have a purchase. promo code for the people. Yes, this is we're our gonna first. We're going to have a promo code. You yeah. know what I mean? So if y'all want some uh, more awareness tees apparel, uh, yeah, you, you stay tuned. Check out CM, uh, CYM podcast. Uh, we here, man. That's and awesome. just know that you're you're when you're purchasing a shirt or any apparel or clothing from from more awareness tees is going to a good cause. Uh, we are putting money aside for sober housing for men and women struggling with addiction. Uh, that is the purpose of more awareness tees. So we really appreciate you guys' business. We appreciate your support, and more importantly, we appreciate you guys raising awareness. Awesome, awesome. Thanks so much, man. All right, so you heard them, people again. More awareness. Uh, definitely go check them out. Go support them um, as our first um, official, you know, show sponsor partnership. Um, we're definitely excited to put on all yeah. things, you know, more awareness. Uh, we'll be rocking the apparel once kind of we go video and all of that. So, um, again, thank you so much um, to our uh, oh, wonderful guest, man, Steve Moore. Um, and we're going to definitely have to have you back again. You know, it's just the beginning oh, of yeah, it. Oh, yeah, you know so. I'm down. I, exactly. I, I'm down for the cause, bro. So for I, sure. I'm, I am... 
I am all the way in, ten toes down. <laughs> yeah, man, believe I, I am honored to be a part of this, man. And seriously, it truly uh, is an honor. Thank you for doing this, man. This is amazing what you're doing, too, man. Thank you so much to Mr. Steve Moore of MoreAwarenessTees.com. Please make sure you go out and support that very worthy cause. Thanks again so much for joining us, and we will see you again next week.